today. Twitter removes a Trump campaign tweet and temporarily blocks the account from posting. The New York AG seeks to dissolve the NRA in a new lawsuit. And President Trump calls for the first presidential debate to be moved up due to mail-in voting. I have a feeling Joe Biden is not going to like that proposition. We've got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today the gang is back in town. We've got Grant Stinchfield, host of Newsmax's Saturday Report, back in studio. Thank you for being here. It is great to be here, Sarah. And his uh, TV bestie, Yaku Buyans, yep, host right. of the Yaku Buyans show. Now, it's funny, you guys, whenever. My wingman. My yes, wingman. yes, and whenever you guys are on separately, people are like, why, why isn't Grant on with Yaku? What happened to Yaku? Why, why isn't Yaku on with Grant? That's the same question. <laughs> and I think it legitimately hurts his feelings when he's not on with Grant. So it's, I think it's all have... three of us bring out the best of uh. Yes, yes. It's good to have the gang back together. Uh, it should be a fun one today. So Twitter temporarily uh, suspended the Trump campaign's account uh, yesterday and only reinstated it after they agreed to take down a video of President Trump. Uh, now, the issue was that in the video, President Trump, in typical President Donald Trump's speak, was talking about uh, the coronavirus and children catching it. The, the overall point he was trying to make was that children are not suffering from this. Uh, children are responding well to it, typically asymptomatic, uh, if you can see that they are, you know, they have the virus at all. Uh, so President Trump, in President Trump's speak, said that children are, quote, almost immune to COVID-19, and Twitter jumped on it, claimed that it uh, the tweet violated its policies uh, because of its misinformation and that the account owner would be required to remove the tweet before they would be allowed to tweet again. Facebook also followed suit. They decided the same thing after Twitter did. Uh, they said the video includes false claims that a group of people is immune from COVID-19, which is a violation of our policies around harmful COVID misinformation. Uh, obviously, Trump's overall point was that schools should open because kids aren't dying from this disease. But hey, who needs context when you can hit President Trump for something? Look, I've been saying for months and months that kids are virtually immune to this. Yes. Which means, by and large, kids are not getting sick. We know the very sad cases of the one-offs of kids dying from this. But overall... Yeah. Kids are not getting sick, and they are surviving very well from this. When they do get sick, they don't get symptoms that are really bad like adults do. And the most miraculous thing of all, they're not passing it on to right. adults. All the, all the studies show that. So Twitter jumps on the president for being conversational. That's all he was saying. They're almost immune to it. He didn't say they're immune. Mm -hmm. He said they're almost immune. Mm -hmm. You can't be one or the other. That's like almost pregnant, Sarah. You know all about that. Either <laughs> I am not yard. almost pregnant. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> so what does Twitter do? They want to take down this and they use it as an excuse yeah. to silence the president and Facebook. Oh, well, Twitter's blocking for us. So let's let's hit the hole real hard and, and we'll take it down, too. Yep, 100%, 100%. They're looking for an opportunity, right? And, and I'm with you, well said. He did not say they're immune. And there's so much evidence from frontline doctors corroborating that children are not passing it along. For the most part, they're not dying. And so, yes, they are almost immune. We'll say it again, 100%. And in the death rate overall, 
is just declining. Anyway, schools need to open, Sarah. And I'm with the president. Yeah, that's really what the, the conversation was about. Yes. As we've got to get back to, to a, a functional society, which schools, I don't think people understand. Maybe those of you who don't have kids, the role that calendar plays mm-hmm. on society, mm-hmm. the school calendar. I mean, everything runs by the school calendar. So, of course, they're almost immune to it. And the word was almost. But now who's using hyperbole? Now who's taking something out of context and adding some sugar and spice to it, but they always blame him off. Okay, he's, he's exaggerating. Now you're exaggerating. The man said almost. You went into, oh, he said they're immune. And, and good point on, on you know, Facebook saying, hey, they're blocking for us. Let's run with it. What, what did the CEO Zuckerberg say of, uh, of, uh, during his testimony? He says, we don't want to be the arbiters of truth. Will, will you just... Put this. yourself out there and Absolutely. be the arbiters yeah. of truth. Now, you yeah. have unbelievable protections, as well you should if you're Twitter and Facebook, providing you don't take part in being the arbiters of right. truth. But you have protection that if I post something that, that's crazy off the wall and defamatory, that, that Twitter or Facebook can't be sued for that. I agree with those protections until the moment that Facebook and Twitter decide to censor what I say as truth or not truth, put warnings on there. Now, they are publishers. So if they want these protections... Stop being the arbiters of truth. You are now publishers, which means you open yourself up to every lawsuit in the book. And I would say anybody out there that wants to make a, make a, a name for themselves, yep. start suing Facebook and Twitter for other people's stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, to that point, you know, we have an election coming up. It would be very interesting to see if Twitter decided to hit, you know, each campaign for any sort of uh, potential inaccuracy that they might send out. Because my idea of campaign season is that literally every ad has some sort of thing that you could say, well, they kind of twisted that a little bit to their advantage because that's what a campaign does. But we see it happening to President Trump. I don't think I've seen that happen to the left or Joe Biden. You know, President Trump didn't lie here. No. But under under our First Amendment, you actually have a right to lie. Yeah, that's true. Lying isn't illegal. And so why now all of a sudden, I don't recommend it for anybody, but why now all of a sudden is Twitter saying, well, you're a liar and you're not, and they're deciding who the liars are and, and who's what's propaganda, what's not propaganda, and, and who's getting stuck in the eye the, every time? It's conservatives. Yeah. Well, let me, let me just, if I can, sorry, Please. ask you something, okay? Who has been sharing false information and promoting false information all along? Facebook. Everything you promote coming from an Anthony Fauci is probably borderline false because he changes his mind tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So where do you draw the line with, okay, this is truth verified and it's not. They're not verifying anything that comes from the left, Sarah. And they're not going to do it in the campaign ads. And the campaign ads are going to make gross overstatements of the president. I saw something today, 20,000 lies that they're claiming that he, you know, all the, who's checking that? They're not going to block those accounts that are going to redistribute all that. No, they're not. This is a one side attack. Now, I'll say this. They're picking some fights, right? You want to go to war? You, you go after President Trump's Twitter account, okay? <laughs> you go after that platform because, you know, Don Jr., they went after him, what was it, a week yes. or so ago? Yes. And so they're trying, they're testing to pick off Let's go to war. Yeah, they went after him for, I mean, I would argue much worse because yes. he was sharing something that a medical doctor, despite whatever other things she has said uh, not having to do with her medical expertise, 
He got in trouble for tweeting out what a medical doctor yes. actually said, who is far more credentialed than I believe anyone at Twitter would be credentialed mm-hmm. to uh, have a, an opinion uh, and opine on medical expertise. Uh, speaking of opining, Chris Cuomo, I just I. I I like to get these opportunities to like try to get your heads to explode when you're here. You'll do it's it. It's just because I love you guys so much. Yeah. And you see mine almost exploded just seeing him come up on the screen. I did. I, I heard. <laughs> I heard Grant take a cleansing breath. He's like, Golly. "Oh gosh, this guy again." Oh, <laughs> Wusa, oh, <laughs> uh, Chris Cuomo. I mean, he could not wait for this opportunity to jump on President Trump uh, tweeting out something. And you know, it's very dramatic when it comes from Chris, Chris Cuomo. Here's a little bit of what he had to say. How can we deal with a president who lies so much? Facebook removed one of his videos from his personal page because of what he said on state TV this morning, making these same BS claims that kids are almost immune because it violates their harmful COVID misinformation policy. What our president is putting out about children is so violative of their decency standard that they pulled it. Just think about that. Trump's campaign account also posted the video on Twitter. Twitter made it delete the tweet before it could tweet again. They can't even live up to the social media standards. How is he able to live up to the standard that we demand right now? Oh, God. <laughs> I have a feeling both of you are going to have something what to standard? say. What standard? What standard? Right. The double standard that yes. you move the goalpost every two days? Yes. Why don't you call your brother? Why don't you call your brother, right, who runs a city where children are being trafficked and abused, number one city in the world, you care about children. You don't give a rip about children. Talk about this president. You don't know what you're talking. He's an idiot. He even quoted and said the president almost immune. That's right. Almost immune. Didn't lie. Doctors will corroborate that throughout. Not Anthony Fauci, but doctors would. It's the largest hypocrite. The fact that this guy's still on television today, you know, that blows my mind. Him, Don Lemon, the whole crew. Just wrap them all up on a ship, take passports, and ship them to Guatemala or someplace. And well, and he has that. He has the audacity to call it state TV when he's the one who's having his brother on, exactly. which is clearly a conflict of interest. I mean, doing a little, you know, Abbott and Costello routine instead of asking him actual hard-hitting questions. Grant, I've never seen him ask his brother about the standards. Do you put infected Chinese virus? Uh, patients in the nursing homes and kill everybody mm-hmm. is that standard procedure for a governor of, of a state that should be recalled because of his actions of killing people in nursing homes i've never seen him ask that question i've never seen him talk about journalistic standards cnn certainly doesn't have them he thinks facebook and, and twitter are, are the the pillars of standards of what is right and what is wrong give me a break yeah, this guy needs a reality. The standards we demand. Who's the we, by the way? Who? who? Not me. Your posse? <laughs> you want to go ask the American people if they're in the we camp? They're not in your camp, buddy. It is, okay. it is also interesting to hear him talk. President Trump, he lies so bad when I recall hearing a story, a little story about Chris Cuomo contracting coronavirus, uh, getting in trouble for breaking quarantine rules, going cycling and, uh, you know, having some altercation with some <laughs> gentleman. And then all of a sudden CNN did this big, joyous uh, routine. Yes, where he finally came up out of his basement when he was done with quarantine as if he had never seen the light of day this entire time. 
I feel like that was a pretty well-documented lie. So it's interesting to hear Chris Cuomo talking about other people lying when it comes to coronavirus. Yeah, it's called liberal hypocrisy. Yep. And it's on display every night on CNN, whether you named it, whether it's Don Lemon or, or, or whether it's Chris Cuomo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or move over to MSNBC and Rachel Maddow and the rest of those, those bums. I mean, this is what you get. You want to watch that crap, go ahead. It'll make your blood boil every night. <laughs> I would argue tune in to Sarah on the blaze. Yep. Oh, thanks. Yes. Well, I feel I hope that's what they're doing if they're if they're here right now. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that the five people who still watch Chris Cuomo's show was really happy with his coverage, I guess. Uh, we've got a lot more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor. This segment keeps uh, if your hair maybe isn't looking as full as it's used to uh, or as it used to. Don't be embarrassed. It's fine. It happens to a lot of people. It's in your genes. There's nothing you can really do about it unless you look at Keeps, all right? So Keeps, you can get, uh, instead of going to your doctor, you got to go into the office, you got to wear the mask because everyone's making you wear masks in the doctor's office. You got to talk to them about embarrassing stuff. We all know that you men are not going to go to the doctor for anything, even if you're sick, right? So Keeps will let you actually do this. They will help you keep your hair from the comfort of your own home. You will get the same doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatments, but they're going to give you the generic version, so you're going to save a ton. Also, it's done all online. So you don't have to worry about wearing the mask. You can answer a couple questions. You take a couple pictures of your hair and a licensed doctor will review everything. They will ship it discreetly and directly to your door. You don't want to be making unnecessary trips right now. Also, we've got you started with a special deal. Go to keeps.com slash Y for 50% off your first order. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. Back in a minute. The New York Attorney General Leticia James announced today that her office has filed a lawsuit against the NRA and its leadership, uh, including Executive Vice President Wayne LaPierre, looking to dissolve the organization. So a huge step taken by the New York AG's office. Uh, They accused the NRA of having a, quote, culture of self-dealing, taking millions of dollars for personal use and granting contracts that benefited leaders, family and associates. So they said that uh, some of the leadership engaged in self-dealing, ignored conflicts of interest in violation of NRA policy, uh, and alleged conflicts included granting millions of dollars worth of contracts to companies like IT technology firm Home Telos, whose CEO had a personal relationship with some of the leadership. So New York AG's solution and allegation uh, is, hey, you know what? We have something we think we might be able to get them on. Let's just dissolve the whole organization. Uh, Grant, I have quite a feeling you might have some thoughts on this particular story today. You better believe I do. And You know, I I helped launch NRA TV. Mm -hmm before the NRA got caught up in all of this stuff. And one of the reasons why the NRA TV went defunct is because of this New York lawsuit and the amount of money it was costing NRA and its members. And there's a reason the attorney general is doing that. It is to cost the NRA money. If she can't dissolve them through this move of weaponizing her agency, weaponizing the judicial system to come after your gun rights, she'll try to bankrupt them. Mm -hmm. And, And that's what she's doing. This is chilling for every single American out there, because what this is saying is if I don't agree with you politically and I'm an elected leader, so-called leader in a position of power, I will weaponize my agency and I'll come after you. And not only am I going to come after the leaders of this and the allegations, she says, are salacious allegations, Mm -hmm. right? They've been floating around. They've been floating around forever. But the bottom line here is 
There's five million members who love this organization. There is undisputable fact that the NRA could be the most powerful civil rights organization in the history of the world. Mm. Okay? That's how powerful they are. And I know that their ultimate goal is to repeal the Second Amendment. And the only way you get to repeal the Second Amendment is if you wipe out the NRA, because the NRA is the only organization right now standing in the way of all of those people that want to wipe out your Second Amendment rights. So I'm wearing my NRA shirt because I support this organization. Now, when I left NRA TV, I didn't cancel my membership. I love this organization like I love my family. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, they went through a reset. And they needed to go through a reset. And that is a good thing. And and members are are getting involved now in all of this. But I'll tell you right now, if this is a sign of anything, you go out there and you join the freaking NRA. Because this attorney general, what do we do? We stand, baby. We stand and we fight. And not with weapons for those on the left. (laughs) We stand and fight with the truth and the Constitution. And I promise you, that cannot be beat. Yeah, yeah, you fight well said. You fight for the Constitution. And again, it's an organization that represents its people, which maybe government needs to look into. Maybe you're there to represent the people. But just a thought here. They're going after the NRA. They want to defund police and at the same time disarm the public. Mm -hmm. Read between the lines here, folks. Defund police, disarm the public. This whole notion of we're going to defund police and we're going to have citizens police. No, we're going to disarm the public at the same time. And it is the Second Amendment. This is a Second Amendment battle. It's not necessarily an NRA battle, Grant. You're right. They want to take our rights away. And this is the last man standing as an organization which has five million members. And those members will defend the Constitution. Not just the Second Amendment, but historically, they're good Americans. Yeah. They're Americans that will defend the whole Constitution. And so this is an attack on the Second Amendment. And they do know that lobby power and 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 just the volume of voice behind the NRA, if you can topple that, then the Second Amendment's in serious danger. So wasn't it wasn't it New York uh, to your point, Grant, that, you know, New York's just basically been gunning, for lack of a better term, for the NRA for a long time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it them that said that um, banks would be would get in trouble if they loaned uh, any money to any, you know, gun uh, manufacturers or anything like that? Like now the banks aren't allowed to do business with gun manufacturers. I mean, that we heard yes, that New coming York, out of New York, too. New York and so some this other is states no made it very difficult for gun shops specifically yeah. to do business. And they mandated that credit card companies would right. have a very difficult time doing business. And it was all what? To make your ability to buy a firearm right. nearly impossible. To try to backdoor their way into doing something about Absolutely. the Second Amendment. Well, yeah. To choke it. Yeah, just to choke it somewhere. Right. They're trying to find a spigot that they can turn off. Right. To we go can't, after the Second Amendment yeah, because we they can't, can't go actually, head on. Right. We can't get rid of it. Exactly. So what can we do to exactly. kind of indirectly get rid of what it? What gets me so angry about this is as she's going after the leaders of this group, okay, she wants to still dissolve the entire organization. You've got millions of people that hold this organization very dear. It's obviously done tremendous good in upholding our rights, and she wants to actually have it dissolved. Now, when I worked at NRA TV, I never thought that headquarters was my boss. Right. I always thought that I was honored and humbled that I was a voice. Mm-hmm. I was just the voice for the members. Mm-hmm. The power of the NRA comes with membership. So, yes, it's not yeah. the lobbyists in fancy suits. That's, that's right. It's not Wayne LaPierre. It's not the rest of his crew that's at right. headquarters. 
It is the members as a collective group acting in one patriotic manner to go out there and get done what needs to be done, whether it's electing people, whether it's raising money, whether it's pushing back lawsuits. It's the membership that's the power there. And she is attacking those members. But how do you attack members, though? You have to get them to turn on themselves. And how do you do that? You convince them, quote unquote, hey, your leadership is not what you thought with the hope that now the members would get disgruntled with the organization and it's not happening. I'm telling you, I'm with you. More people go sign up. More people go get your firearms and get training, please. Go get the training, but sign up to the NRA. They're not going to abandon. The people are not going to abandon. Of course, you want great leadership, but the members are not going to abandon this organization. That's the play here is corrupt from within, like make them turn on, on their leadership. Not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the NRA, while all of this is going on, Joe Biden renewed his push for banning semi-automatic firearms that, you know, of course, it's, it's they're just weapons of war, which is like an actual term that means something. Oh, wait. I don't think it does. Uh, So he he called for that once again. This is not the first time that he has called for it, but he tweeted out weapons of war. I'm going to make Grant's head explode by the end of the show. Weapons of war have no place in our communities. When I was a senator, I took on the NRA and secured a 10 year ban on assault weapons. And as president, I'll ban these weapons again. Uh, The NRA, by the way, tweeted back, uh, clearly Joe didn't write this tweet. The complete sentences gave it away. (laughs) Joe and his supporters fearmonger using words like assault weapon to describe America's most popular home defense rifle, the the AR-15 or AR-14 to Joe. Joe, we'll say it real slow. Come and take it. I love that. I also love that Joe Biden brings up the uh, the 10 year ban, which all studies show did absolutely nothing for their cause. Oh, nothing for their cause. In fact, if I remember correctly, they lost Congress after it. Yes. And we don't have that ban in place anymore. Right. And there's a reason because people rose up and said, we're not giving up our gun rights. And as far as this weapons of war nonsense, the AR-15s that I have in my house, uh, the Navy SEALs that I know, do not want them. And they would certainly be at a major disadvantage if they were using my AR-15s on a battlefield. Right. Okay? Yeah. They use automatic firearms. Well, yeah. But, I mean, that's what you would expect from someone who, that's what kills me, is, like, the people who speak the loudest about firearms clearly have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to firearms. You know, I remember, well, I just have to tell the story. Please. Joe Biden said that one of the greatest things was when he leaves his wife, Jill, at home, he gives her a shotgun. You don't need an assault rifle. And he told her to go out on the porch if she hears a bump at night and rack that shotgun. Now, this is proof he doesn't know a damn thing about what he's doing. You're going to tell your wife to go out into the darkness uh, under who knows how many people out there as being a threat and take them on by racking your shotgun, maybe being outgunned if if Mm -hmm. they are there to do real harm to... The vice president's wife telling his wife to go take on those intruders. This is how dumb he is. Just for everybody out there, if your wife is watching, if you are watching, get your gun, take up a defensive position in your home, call 911 and stand there with your, with, with, within that defensive position with your gun trained on the door. Do not go outside and yep. take on yep. an unknown threat. Yeah, yeah, but he watches Hollywood. This is not the movies. This is real life, okay? This is not Texas Chainsaw Massacre when you run towards, I mean, come on. I want to ask this, right? When last did Joe shoot an AR? Because he's talking about... The four, wait, the 14 or the 15? Well, the, Joe, please ban the 14. I'm with <laughs> you. Hey, that's fine. Ban the 14, Joe. It's out of date anyway. 
You know? No, when last did he shoot an AR-15? Because somewhere in that quote also, he's talking about, you know, a, a gun where you can put multiple clips in the gun. No, John, Joe, one clip, multiple bullets, right? right. So, and, and I would also say, not to correct you, yeah. It's called a magazine. a magazine. It's a magazine, but it's no, magazine. but he quotes it's not clips. A clip. He and quotes it's not clips. A clip. It is a magazine. <laughs> yeah. But he quotes clips. It's a deal. And I think it's what he said, multiple clips. But no, we should hand him a weapon and say, show us how to use this thing, right? Probably doesn't. Have a clue. Oh, no idea. So he's speaking from a position of so little information, which actually tells me the people around him must not know either, because nobody seems to be correcting him. No one on the left knows anything about guns. They just say, oh, well, that one's really big. It looks really scary. I think it's an assault weapon. How about the New York Times reporter that said this was a violent weapon, and when he fired it, it was just... Couldn't, un, uh, couldn't believe the force. Next thing I know, I see tweets from NRA members with an AR against their nose firing it as it's off the... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, just absolutely yeah. no knowledge. I wish that these, these Congress people could, before they made laws about anything, really, by the way, but guns specifically, that we could get them in to go properly train with these guns that they are planning on making laws about and they could actually find out for themselves if these are big, scary, military-grade weapons, because they would learn very quickly going into, you know, a shooting range, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Right. That's right. That's right. You know, you know what's mauling through my head? You said it one day, and it was you. You said, Hillary was such a good gun salesman, right? Joe, thank you for selling so many guns. Yeah. Thank you. Please keep going. Please keep rattling the NRA's cage and let us unite more, right? Go buy more ammo and more guns and more AR... 15s with magazines that hold multiple bullets. Well, Yaku just said it in the green room, not to yeah. steal your, your yeah. point. Please go ahead. But this is going to be an election disaster for them. Yes. I, I do believe Hillary Clinton's war on guns is one of the reasons why she lost against President Trump. Yeah. So now they're going back down the Please. We hadn't heard about anything about guns for yeah. months, right? I think we mm-hmm. talked about that. Mm-hmm. But they can't help themselves. Away. They can't. They can't help themselves. It's like a hamster on a wheel, right? They're going to run the same old story, but please go ahead. Please come after America's guns because you're going you're gonna to meet your fate again in November and we will smile and you will weep. Oh, well, I hope so. Me All too. right. Back in a minute. I think my favorite video lately in the last, I don't know, four months was... Uh On the subject of uh, the Second Amendment, federal prosecutors and judges would get the ability to carry concealed firearms if a bill that was introduced by uh, Senator Tom Cotton, Marsha Blackburn and Kelly Loeffler if that is made law, it is called the Protect Our Prosecutors and Judges Act. And uh, they basically want to expand the Law Enforcement Officers Safety Act, which currently allows current and retired law enforcement officers to carry concealed firearms. They want to uh, expand that to include current and retired federal judges and state, local and federal Prosecutors. Now, obviously, this comes after, you know, we saw the headlines of uh, Judge Salas, who uh, was attacked. And sadly, she wasn't, you know, her family was affected uh, as well. So, you know, obviously, there is a story to go along with this. Uh, Her son and husband were uh, were attacked and her son was killed. Um, So I'm sure a very emotional issue for a lot of people right now. But, uh, Grant, how do you feel about this? Because it seems to allow concealed carry for 
the elites, but there's no talk of allowing expanding concealed carry for average law-abiding citizens. This is sometimes where I think Republicans get confused, especially Republicans in elected office in Washington, get confused about rights for everyday people and rights for elitists and elected leaders, and they create special classes of people. There's a really easy solution to all of this, and that's past national reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Tom Cotton and Marsha Blackburn, you guys do great work, and Kelly Loeffler, But please, why don't you offer up national reciprocity for us? So all of us, all three of us at the table, everybody watching, if we have a concealed handgun license for whatever state we live in, we can now carry in any state in the country, just like we use our driver's license to drive in any state in the country. And last I checked, driving isn't a right. Mm -hmm. Carrying a firearm is. So he wants to give special opportunities to these judges and prosecutors. To me, I've got a problem with it. One, they're not trained like police officers. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm all for them going and getting training like police officers. That's great. But give all of us the ability to carry. They're in no more danger, I I hate to say it, than we are at this table. Right. And I don't take put any stuff. You know, the left loves to talk about death threats. You know how many death threats I got when I worked at the the NRA? They they slowed way down, by the way, after I left the NRA. We still come on. Nobody's Mm -hmm. really serious about them. But they talk about them like, you know, this is the end and I'm getting death threats and all this. Half the time I don't even believe them. But the bottom line is every single person out there could be in danger. Mm-hmm. You don't know when a threat is going to approach you. How about give us a right to carry and protect ourselves first, senators, before you go and give the right to somebody that's in a position of power? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah look, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that says across the board with you, reciprocity, make it fair for everybody, right? Especially some of the states that don't even allow their, their citizens right. to carry at all, right. right? I mean, how exposed are those individuals, particularly in this political climate, where you just drive downtown to go to dinner and, and Antifa rolls in and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I've got huge sympathy and empathy for Judge Salas, right? Mm-hmm. Her outcry, if you saw the video, was, look, our personal information is online, our house address, our home address, where my kid went to college. So, so I, all, I am for put a gun in their hand. There better be mandatory training. Right? right? Reciprocity, but also this other, I would say, though, no this, mandatory training. You can't have government mandating anything. We well, don't, it's your right to carry a gun. It's your right to decide how you want to carry a gun. Uh, okay. But, I but, hear you, but this, 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 let, me, let me phrase it this way. Every American that buys a gun or carries a gun with or without a license, you should put it on yourself mm-hmm. to go get proper training. Absolutely. Because, because you're not safe with a gun in your hand if you're not trained. But there's other things they can do to make these judges safe because for in her case, it was a real threat. Her son died, yes, yes, right? Yeah. It's a real, but, but there was other elements she mentioned that said, hey, people could stalk us at our home. So I'd love to see some of those things too. Right, so make it harder for people to find to the find address them. of these, mm-hmm. these particular people. To find people. them, yeah. And so- it, Look, the bottom line is if they want to find you, they're going to find Yeah, they will. That's true. And to Yaku's credit, training is the key, and you have to arm yourself if you want to take protecting yourself seriously. The one common theme, you know, I spent 20 years as a mainstream television reporter going from crime to crime, to rape, to murder, to this, to that, and it got old. You know what the common theme was? I never thought it was going to happen to my loved one. I never thought it was going to happen to me. Mm. Always. Yeah. And there are people out there that live out in the country. Oh, and it can't happen here. Guess what? It can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you better take it seriously. Now, the chances of it happening to you, I hope, God willing, 
are, are slim to none. But the chances of it happening to somebody else are 100% guaranteed. Now look, it's, it's, an, it's an instrument, a gun, and a skill set now I have to use it that you never want to use. Right. Your prayer is that I never use it. But you don't want to be in a situation where you need to use it and you haven't. You know, been trained how to use it. And to your point, no. Again, for the audience, I'm not for mandatory. Okay, but I just want people. to I take, understand what what your yeah 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 what your intention is in saying because that. it's a prosecutor, by the way. It's a prosecutor, by the way, who shot her son. Right. Right. So so if these prosecutors are going to carry, and we just discussed earlier in the show, do the left even? And this is not the left that might, you know, is trying to push this bill through, but do they even know how to handle these guns? Some of these prosecutors are going to be ultra-liberal, who has never shot a gun in their so life. So what I would say, and I would hope to be true, and what most people don't understand, is for concealed handgun license holders, by and large, majority of them don't carry in public. You, I'm yeah. sure you all have friends that have, I have a CHL, they never carry. Yeah. I carry all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the statistics show. Concealed handgun license holders, by and large, are some of the most responsible Americans going. I don't care whether you're conservative or liberal, you can carry a gun with a CHL. You're responsible and you take that responsibility and you know the awesomeness of it. Mm -hmm. And you get trained. And and the statistics show if you have a CHL, you are less likely to commit a felony crime than a police officer. And I don't say that to besmirch police officers. Mm -hmm. I only say that because police officers don't commit a lot of crimes. It is so small and minuscule that if someone is going to take that opportunity to carry in public, I promise you they take it very, very seriously. Everybody that I know takes it seriously. And I would think that the prosecutor or judges, they're going to be the same prosecutors and judges that say, you know what, it's not for me. And there's going to be others that say, it is for me. Mm-hmm. But overall, the right should be given to all of us to make that choice for ourselves and our family, not just because you were elected or appointed by somebody special. Yeah. All right. We have got more to come, including President Trump calling for the first presidential debate debate to be moved up because of early mail-in voting. We'll get to that when we come back. It's a big gun show. This is fun. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's why it's funny when I was planning The gun it, show. When I was planning President Trump said uh, yesterday he called for the first presidential debate to be moved up because it is scheduled only 35 days before the election. And early voting in a lot of states means a lot of Americans will cast ballots before they even see either of the two contenders go head to head, which I don't know why you would not want to see that. (laughs) That is going to be like, get your popcorn time. Uh, I'll be interested to see the ratings on that if they happen, because I know that there are, there is a call from the left uh, to, as, as we said was going to happen, to have Joe Biden not debate President Trump. All of a sudden, debates are outdated. And we should, I mean, please, President Trump just, he's just a liar. He's just orange man bad. You shouldn't stoop down to the level of actually debating him, Joe Biden. You should just skip the debates. But they are, as of right now, they are actually still scheduled. But uh, Michigan, key swing state, right, Uh, for example, they allow their residents to submit their ballots 45 days before the election. Uh, And Virginians can vote in person at their local registrar's office at that same time. Minnesota early voting begins September 18th. So Trump's point, we probably should start having these debates before people start getting their ballots. It seems to make the most sense to give the American people enough information to make an informed decision. Something tells me Joe Biden will not be for that. 
<laughs> Something tells guy, me. I mean, I'm all for. I've been calling. They have to have a debate every night from oh, now until yeah. from yeah. now until yes. election day. Give him a microphone every I mean, day. Please. I watched one of your videos on Instagram of Joe Biden calling the guy. Are you a Are you a junkie? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? You know, we say it's going to get the popcorn. I don't know if we get through with the popcorn. This may be like Mike Tyson prime <laughs> 10 second knockout, and he's like gone from yeah. the debate. That's a great it's, point. It'll be soap opera. It would be beautiful, right? Just give him a microphone every day. Turn the camera on and give him a microphone, right? He'll, he will beat Joe Biden like he said he would. He would defeat himself in the race. Trump could just let it run. But we better take this seriously and mm. demand debates because this is, we joke around about it. You cannot become the president of the United States and not address the people. You can't you become president become, of the fifth grade class without not, a debate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how can you? How can? But are you seeing them jumping on the bandwagon in his ear? Don't debate him. Don't debate. Yes. They don't because they know. Yeah. Everybody in the world knows at this point the man's going to fall apart. And I've said it and I'll say it again. It's abuse. They're abusing the man. His wife should be ashamed. They're abusing this Elder man. Abuse. Okay? He's under abuse but but he needs to debate is it so bad i find this hilarious well, i find it it's hilarious, hilarious but it's serious during a sentence together but it really is frightening because it if is. he wins it is. it is going to be devastating for this nation it is well so speaking of uh joe biden i know i appreciate you giving a plug to my my latest video by the way if anyone wants to uh subscribe if you haven't already you can subscribe to my youtube sarah gonzalez unfiltered uh, i try to you know, just shed some light on the crazy things that Joe Biden is saying from time to time. And by time to time, I mean every time he opens up his mouth, literally. So, of course, right after I make this video on this crazy bonkers thing that he said, uh, he there's another video that surfaces with another crazy bonkers thing that he said. But this one's a, a little it's a little more racist, if you can believe it. Watch what you all know, but most people don't know. Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community <laughs> with incredibly different attitudes about different things. So, Unlike the black community. Thank you. Cor correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not just say black people all they're think all alike? They're all the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unimaginative, no culture, can't think for themselves. Like, you know, how can you imagine? That's for a racism. Thank you, President There's Trump racism. saying that. Yes. Oh, come on. They'll run him out of Washington, D.C. if he said something like and that. And this is after That's this is after the man says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Exactly. Right. Now he's saying, well, Latinos <laughs> actually differ from time to time. Unlike you black people, you all think the same. It's crazy. No, it's, it's not crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm not often left speechless. You know on what should come on, on the screen right now? Just this, this big stamp. Yeah. Disqualified. No, or like in the game. Disqualified from or the guy for with president. the hook that I mean, comes off and pulls you. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. Like, what is their plan? What I keep waiting for some crazy Democrat strategy to emerge of. Uh, like, oh, well, but at the convention, we're planning to, like, uh, pivot, replace him with a lookalike or something that can actually speak well. well they've, they've got to get to who the vice president is. So they have to. I've been waiting. They keep delaying it. I, I've been waiting to see who this pick is. And I know Joe Biden is the, is the one who's really waiting. He wants to see who will be picked for him. He just, yeah, he just wants he, someone he, to tell him. He, the he name wants someone he wants to tell to him who, who's exactly. going to pick for me. He's <laughs> waiting. He's on the edge yeah. of his seat wondering who he's going to pick. And then when they tell him, he'll go. Who? 
Yeah. Who was that? Yeah, right. I don't remember. Yeah, right. Come and, on, and man. Get their name wrong. <laughs> Come on, man. And, and, so, and call the person his wife or whatever. But but here's the deal, though. I think they're playing a game of seeing where's America going and which one of these picks they're going to inject and, and how they can play this. But you're asking what's their what's their play? And we all said, are they going to pivot you know, at the convention or whatever? Their play is that you, America, go to sleep. Yeah. That's their play, that you go to sleep and don't care, and they steal it from you. Something this is what they want to happen. They want to steal you, this. Something could still happen. If he keeps this craziness up, this, this, his mind is lost. I don't Nonsense. think it bothers them. Grant. Oh, I got to believe Do they're cringing when they're they cringing, yes. but they keep putting him out there, though. Well, yeah. Because America's not reacting. Well, and that's, enough and that's what it. I wonder is that they do, you know, they do live in their own echo chamber. Right. So you've got all of these elitists that left the mainstream media. They are all in their same echo chamber. So I wonder if they're all telling each other, well, we uh, people hate President Trump enough that it won't matter. They probably believe that, but they believe that for Hillary Clinton. Right. But, but, but I want you to I want, think about this now, okay? You're talking about a group of people that even within their own ranks, they have se- separate rules. They're canceling Ellen DeGeneres. They're darling, right? Mm-hmm. For supposedly being mean and rude to people. This guy, a white guy by the last time I checked, just made a horrible it's racist so statement. <laughs> and he's under a different set of rules, Grant. Right. They're playing this guy by a whole different set of standards right. where, I don't know, what he could do whatever he wants to. And they're going to cotton wool him because I really believe he's a puppet. Mm. They, they are going to ro- champion him into the White House if they can. And then they're going to run the country. Yeah. What does no. cotton wool mean? Cotton wool. They cotton wool him. They're going to be a South African term. It's the rest of the world. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to bubble wrap him. They're going to protect him. They're going to, you know, they're going to. Who's that? It's a cotton wool. He's a baby, right? Did you know it? I didn't know it. No, right. no, I didn't you know learn it. Something. We're, uh, we're so uncultured. Ugh. A little bit of culture. <laughs> Thank you. You bring it to the table so often, Yaku. Uh, so what, do you think, is it Kamala? Do you think? is it? I mean, every one of the people who have emerged on the short list, I'm like, I, I can't see the left going for any of these people. It's so extremely bizarre. I mean, I know that's what happens when you paint yourself, you know, you back yourself into a corner by already disqualifying anyone with a penis who yep. isn't black. Yep. How but, racist is that, by the way? And I would actually offer up that it's illegal what he's doing. He's literally said, if you're not black and a woman, I'm not going to I'm not going to pick you as, as a vice presidential candidate. Yeah. Could you imagine any CEO saying, if, if you're not white and a man, I'm, I'm not going to no, no, pick no, no, you? No, no, Grant, don't miss this. This is, where, this is where they want to take the country. There are nations that have, you know, massive quota systems in society and where they, absolutely, this is what the U.S. would be like if he wins. I'm going to stick with Stacey Abrams. Oh, God. I'm going to stick with Abrams. She can't even get a job now. I don't think it's I think I don't think it's Kamala. I don't even think their group can embrace her. You know, it's not going to be Focahontas, you know. So who who and who could help him? I mean, I'm almost like bring any of them. Uh, Any of them that yeah. we just mentioned, come on, tack on. It's just, it's, it's going to be like the, the you know, insane people running the asylum at this point. Susan Last Rice has the most experience of anybody, but she's got Benghazi on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you, I will never give up on that. And no. there's a lot of people out there you that can. won't either. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, back in a minute. More with the NRA. The members won't. They don't forget that stuff. Yes. 
yesterday's poll, do you believe Joe Biden is physically and mentally fit for office? I actually, I think what he said was Phil, mental, physically and mentally Phil, Phil <laughs> fitness for office. Uh, 95.6% of you said no. 4.4% of you are wrong and said yes. Today's poll, what will Joe Biden say next? Your options are something racist, something crazy, something creepy, or all of the above. I don't know how you don't just go all of the above on that one. <laughs> come on, well, come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Marco, you're a junkie. Which, come on, man. Which you, notice, which you notice, he, he says when a reporter like asks him a really easy question, he acts like it's a very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, smart. Come smart. on, man, you can't challenge me. Yeah, yeah, no, Asking I'm smart me if I'm about this. A cognitive test. Yeah, where does milk come from, Joe? Yeah, come on. I, this, I got this one. You know? <laughs> he can tell the difference between I, an elephant I, and I a lion. I don't know. So crazy. I'm, I'm going to go with racist. Really? Yeah, I well, think he's going to come up with another race. I just don't. I think what the heart's filled with, the mouth runs over with, and you just, you're just seeing the guy go there. Amen. I mean, he's got enough of a track record. That's for sure. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.